Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvin. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs Gold Well, Colorado, good morning. My name is Jay Garvins, and I'm in the studio here for you. The sun is warming up Colorado. We had a little bit of a step back last night with colder weather on Friday. But today, folks, I am not the weatherman, but I am going to cheer the 40-degree weather that we will feel today. That was Midwest bone-chilling cold the last week, so I'm just excited to be there. I got a short-sleeve shirt on. I got my producer. I got my bottle of water. No more no more energy drink for me, so <sighs> that's fresh. I'm ready to go for one of the best conversations my favorite conversation with one of my favorite partners, Bill McAvee, today, as the entire day is devoted, you and I together, to look back for a full review, an economic update review for all of 2023. Not only of all the real estate with Bill McAfee, but also the financial picture shot that we took from an economic perspective in 2023. And I come from a perspective of a licensed loan originator, a radio show host of over 12 years now, coming to you twice a week, right here at 8 a.m. on Saturday, or if you're listening, 11 a.m. on Sunday, or whether you're listening to a podcast, it matters not, because also we take a deep real estate perspective, being a real estate investor and landlord myself, not only in Colorado, but also in the beautiful state of Tennessee, where my family has a property in Pigeon Forge, right outside of Knoxville in the Smoky Mountains, and also one in... Nashville, Tennessee, actually Franklin, Tennessee, and I do all that I can to just give you little nuggets of information, maybe a little bit of humor, but a whole lot of perspective on the real estate, mortgage, and financial economy surrounding us. And every single month, if you're listening for the very first time, I do an economic update for the Pikes Peak region, and if you're outside of the Pikes Peak region, you're going to want to stay in touch with the economic indicators in your region. Now, I dabble and talk about Woodland Park and the Tri-Lakes area, which is up in Monument and down into Canyon City and Fremont County, but most of the statistics we talk about with one of my longtime partners and good friend Bill McAfee, and more than anything, I like to take five minutes to giggle as I've pulled up all of the audio from 2023's forecast back in January of 2023, as we will then finish off for the forecast of 2024 with Bill and I, and it goes far beyond real estate, actually far beyond mortgage this year, and even interest rates and inflation. I'll even dabble into the election personally, because I come from it, obviously, from an economic standpoint, and there couldn't be a further contrast uh, between Bidenomics and Trump's America first. 
take away the tweets, take away the confusion that we see with the president in front of the microphone, just looking at the attributes of the economy. Ronald Reagan said it best in 1980 when he simply stated, are you better off than you were four years ago? And you ask yourself that question. In 2019, before the pandemic, were you better off than you are now. And we're going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about some of the details and even give a little bit of advice into the October surprise. So this whole month of January, I'm focusing on the economy. I'm focusing on my forecast, but I'm also focusing on the realities. And some of the realities out there that are very, very shocking is that as an average, I'm talking to you as an audience of thousands, tens of thousands, on an average, Americans right now have over $17 trillion dollars of debt. That literally has doubled just from 2022. That's what inflation does to you. So stick around because that's what I'm going to talk about as well. What you can do in 2024 to position yourself. Is it the time to refinance now? Is it the time to purchase now? Do I expect interest rates to go up or do I expect interest rates to go down? And is there going to be that October surprise before the election and will that affect you and your family and the economics so don't go anywhere it's going to be a fun-filled show you can call me at 719-330-1457 if you or anybody that you know has more than ten thousand dollars of unsecured debt please call me during the break there's solutions without forfeiting your low interest rate home mortgage 719-330-1457. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. Come gather around people wherever you roam. And admit that the waters around you have grown And accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk Saturdays at 8 a.m. Sundays at 11 a.m. Here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 12:40 a.m. and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment brought to you by locally owned Rocky Mountain Climate, a family-owned business. For the loser now will be later to win for the times they are changing. Well, thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay, and if you're listening to my voice for the very first time, I'm your friend. You can get a hold of me personally at 719-330-1457. I want to help you with any of your mortgage questions that you have, any of your real estate questions that you have. Hey, Jay, is this a good time to sell? Right now, is it a good time to buy? I've got a son that's got a job. He's got money in the bank. What should he do? A daughter that's graduating from college in nursing. She's moving to Tennessee. Can you give me a I'm in 17 different states now, folks, everywhere from Colorado to Florida and most of the flyover states in between Missouri, Kansas, Arkansas, all the way out to Indiana, of course, Tennessee, Florida, Texas. And then I go up northwest a little bit to North 
and South Dakota, Wyoming, Montana, Utah, can service you all those places as well as our neighboring states as well, like New Mexico. But today I'm talking about a year in review with 2023. And what did we see, folks, just as a review? 2022 was actually the shocker. If you remember, at least from a financial standpoint, we were sailing pretty good in 2022 until inflation just took a pop pretty fast like in January and February of 22. And this is when the administration was telling us that this is just transitory. It's not going to stick around. And folks, by May, June, July, and August, the chairman of the Fed Reserve, Jay Powell, did the unthinkable and went three quarters of a point increase, three quarters of a point increase, three quarters of a point increase, three quarters of a point increase in five straight months. We had more than 4.25% increase in the Fed funds rate, which means we had more than a 4% increase in the interest rate on credit cards, on automobiles, and most of importantly, your homeowner first mortgage loans went from 2.75% to 5.75% overnight, and then we jumped into the 6% range, and we haven't come down. And in 2023, there was another full point increase, and we touched as high as 7.875, almost 8% in interest rate. So that has a ripple effect, and you and I and everybody felt it. So there's a whole category of homeowners out there, and I guess you would call my wife and I in that band of homeowners that are the coffin homeowners, meaning your interest rate is so low that we're all going to stay in our homes and our home mortgages that we currently have until we die, so as the joke goes. So that's something we've lived together, and collectively, I am very excited financially that 2023 is behind us. Don't go anywhere. In the last segment, I'm going to talk about some pretty insightful predictions for next year. I do want to tell you, from last year, January, 12 months ago, Bill McAfee, who's joining me in a minute, sat at these very same microphones and did a prediction for 2023 and reviewing the end of 2022. And we were pretty spot on, folks, so we'll share that with you. But I saw the interest rates increasing, but I did not see the inflation. And I'm not going to get into all the details to where if you go back from George H. Bush number one in the 90s, and then Ronald Reagan and Jimmy Carter in the late 70s and 80s. The formula for inflation has changed so dramatically when inflation hit a high in 2022 of almost 8% in late 2022. If you use the same scale of measuring inflation that they used in the early 90s, it would be over 11%. And if you used the same scale that they used in the Carter and Reagan administrations, it would be somewhere between 13 and 14%. So if it felt harder to you than you thought, your instincts were not off. That's why it's so important that you save my number, put it in your phone at 719-330-1457 because... I don't have the ability to do many things with talent. I can outwork most people. I talk to my son and daughter and coworkers around me. Most people outthink me. I am a pretty simple, straightforward person. But I can talk. I can make money in any business. And I can forecast. It was this exact same microphone that I sat behind in 2012 and said that these $100,000 houses were going to be $300,000 houses in less than 10 years and you should buy. And now I'm telling you, 
In 2022, I told you you should consider holding off your purchase when you're paying $40,000 over asking price for a house when Warren Buffett says, hey, when others are greedy, be fearful. But the opposite is true as well. Where others are fearful, it's time to be greedy. And if you don't have time to stick around for the whole show, I'm telling you right now, 2024 is going to be a great year for real estate because people are fearful. Houses are not getting dramatically less expensive. You can get them for maybe $50,000 under their appraised value, but you're not going to have to pay $40,000 over asking price like everybody's going to have to do once these rates settle back to the 5% range. It's going to happen. There's too many millennials between the age of 28 and 38 that are chomping on the bit to purchase, and you don't want to compete with that demographic class. And lastly, the biggest thing that I mentioned in the opener is, folks, the good news is that in 2022 and 2023, you as American homeowners have built over $30 trillion of equity. The challenge is it's trapped. It's hard to get at it, and I can help you complete that conversation with fixed second mortgages, debt snowball method, line of equities, without touching that low interest rate forever mortgage. Also, I'm going to talk about converting to a 15-year mortgage if you're close to retirement you want to get your house paid off because then you become more insulated to the actual effect of interest rates. But the downside to this conversation about equity was shocking to me is the fact that coming out of COVID, Americans had like $7 trillion dollars of debt. In 2023, that ballooned all the way up to over $17 trillion of debt. That's more than $103,000 per household on average. Now, I understand you and me, the listener, Pikes Peak Region, Cardio Demographics, we're 85% homeowners, not 65. So we don't carry as much debt, but a lot of people that we love do, our neighbors, our coworkers. That's why it's important to get this in before we go into detail with Bill. And I want you to know that there's ways for you to curb your individual unsecured debt in your household. It doubled from 2022 to 2023. So I know statistically I'm talking and you're listening and finding out the reality that unsecured personal debt has doubled. Almost $56,000 a household after 2022. I don't know if people were waiting for a bailout, a relief, a tax fund, whatever, continuing spending habits. Habits are hard to be broken. But $103,000 of unsecured debt at an average interest rate of 25% on credit cards is something we need to sound the alarms and say, let's have the conversation on how to fix it. You know, you can go to the seven baby steps, but the reality is that we have to do something because if you make minimum payments on your credit cards, I'm telling you right now that it is going to take you 28 years to pay that off. Say that you throw an extra $100 a month on a $700 credit card payment. It's still going to take you like 14 years to pay that off. So it's so important to let you know that there are good things around the horizon. Number one being the chairman of the Federal Reserve, uh, Jay Powell, said that he predicts some rate decreases this year. So call me now at 719-330-3000. 
one four five seven to have the conversation to help you find a plan to get rid of that debt. And stick around for the second half of the show as I'm going to be with Bill McAfee talking about economic review for 2023 and forecast for 2024. You're listening to the Jay Garvin Show. Congressman, please heed the call. Don't stand in the doorway, don't lock up the hall. Oh, he that gets hurt will be he who has stalled. The battle outside region, oh, the times they are changing. This is how we do The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m. and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Well, welcome back. Jay Garvin Show. Right here, the most exciting segment, I gave you the backdrop of what happened in the inflation last year, what happened with interest rates last year, what happened with the Fed funding rate and all of that. But now I've got the expert, Bill McAfee, in the studio to talk about a summary, housekeeping, the economic update for 2023, and then our forecast. What say you, Mr. Bill McAfee? Well, you know what? We are done with 23, and we're going to cover that here, and we're going to roll into 24 and one thing i have to say for this is probably more of the same more of um, the same and yeah. thank god 2023 is in the rearview mirror yeah it uh <laughs> and i you know i hate to say that i believe the first six months of 24 aren't going to be a lot better than 23 we'll see no but, and i uh, agree but look here we're going to give you guys the bottom line up front because i pulled up some of the context from december of 2022 Actually, we did it in January of 2023 the same way. Bill, and we kind of split the middle. You thought things were going to be off as much as 5%, but could possibly meet even. And I'm like, ah, you know, I'm a mortgage guy, so I'm wishful thinking. I think values will hold and maybe go up. And bottom line up front is that with the median, it actually ended as an average down like 0.6. And then the average was up 1%. Average is up 1%. So we split it down the middle. But you know what? Justin Hermes, which has his own show, Real Estate Reality, says, Jay, Bill is more correct than you are because the medians and the averages might be in there. He said, but the new bills were such a high percent, and they were given 60, 80 grand of incentives. Yes. He says, because I'm telling you on the street, you can get a decent three-bedroom, two-bath house, 50 grand under asking price right now. And in 2021, they were going for 20 to 40 over. Absolutely. So there's a lot of insight and things that play into that. I mean, what else did we see that surprised you in 2023 as we closed it out, Bill? You know, Jay, the one thing that I definitely underestimated and coming up with what we thought those values were going to be, Uh I underestimated the shortage that we have in single-family residential. I mean, Down 25% in permits. Well, And you know what's weird is we're down over 23% in sales overall. And I just really thought that as, as the rates kept it, you know what's weird, if, and I, I know they don't have our stats, but if I compared month to month through the first quarter, you know, like January, February, March, and second quarter, March, April, May, then June, it's really funny because in the first quarter, we only had one uh, between average and median price out of those three months that was actually positive. They were negative. Then negative. You go into, then you go into the second quarter, there was only actually two that were positive, okay? Yeah. Third quarter, it was three and three. So three were positive, three were negative. 
fourth quarter, it blew it out of the water. All positive. Yeah, and it, from, you know, comparing October to October, November to November, December yeah. to December, and I mean, they were big positives, you know, 4%, 5%. So the thing that I underestimated is the shortage that we have is still going to continue. You know, you have a lot of people who rates, I mean, we were talking about before he came on, the bond right now was 4.1 something. Four. Yeah. And so now you're going to push rates up back over seven again. And so I don't see, and everything I'm seeing, I don't think there's going to be rate cuts, maybe March, but they were talking about maybe six cuts in 24. I don't see that happening. Yeah, there's no way. In fact, there's a really good chart here, Bill, that I'm going to have you look at and we can talk about. And it's of all of the Fed chair members, which is very, very interesting. If you look at all of these, you've got all of the Fed fund, the regional Fed, there's 19 of them, and if you put dots as to who thinks what's going to happen, uh, in 2024, a majority of them are like, yeah, there's going to be zero to maybe 0.75 cuts. There's not 1.2 points of agreed upon cuts until 2025, and now we have December, we saw inflation yeah, pop up again. Yeah. So, Well, and the central banks around the world are even coming in and acting on that, too. So I remember last year, the experts were predicting to get down to five and a half, you know, on 30-year stuff at the beginning of 23. We never saw that. You know, we never got down to five and a half. We got down a little above six, and that was here in the last couple months. And so I believe right now the way things are holding, an election year always throws screwy things into it. You know, I'm reading some that the feds might drop it down to try to, you know, with the election. And stimulate the yeah. economy. And I, I'm reading that, but I, honestly, I don't... I don't know really how they can right now based on what we're seeing with inflation and based on job numbers. You know, we're just it's just not out of the woods yet. And, no, we're, and no so. there's, there's not uncomfortable unemployment. And what about this, if you're listening and you don't know about it, how about the pop-up in inflation? Americans spent this Christmas. Yep, yep, they did, which was kind of a little bit of a shock. And idiotical, because guess what? The last segment I talked about, right now there's $17 trillion of unsecured debt. Yeah, no, I, and I, It doubled. Everywhere you're reading, Jay, uh, consumer spending is running crazy, on, especially on the credit cards at an all-time high, and savings is an all-time low. Yeah. So, you know, it's just... The world's a little bit upside down here. A couple of interesting things that, that I saw. I believe the shortage is still. Do you yeah, want to talk to, about that. I mean, okay. the inventory. Once well, you hit the hammer on the head, I looked at active listings at just under 1,900. And that's comparable, Jay. If you look at the month to month, we haven't seen that few really 2015. 2015 and, yep. and leaning towards 2014. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's amazing when you look at it. And if you look at that's sales. eight years. Yeah. And if you look at sales. Sales are about the range where they were in 2015. Uh-huh. So it's, you know, when we look at things, again, we went through that crazy-ass cycle of going through the moon with our hair on fire. You said racing you back know. to normal. Yeah, and we were, and we are. I mean, still, average days on market are only 40 right now. 50 to 60 is normal. But So if you look at listings and sales, they're equivalent to about where they were in 15. The other thing on months of inventory, we got down at one point in 2021 to where we only had nine days of inventory. And for people out there, all that means is based on the current number of homes that we have, based on the demand, it would have only taken us nine days to sell off the entire MLS. In the whole month. The, yeah. yeah. It would literally take us nine days. And went, Now, yeah. we're at about 1.93, call it two months, all right? So right now, it would take us about two months to sell off everything. If no one else came if, on. If nothing came on at our current pace, we'd sell it off. Here's the interesting thing. Four and a half to five and a half months is normal. Yeah. So we're not even back to where normal is. 
And that's why, you, Jay, if rates, and I don't believe they're going to do this, so I hope, I hope this doesn't get taken out of context. If rates drop back down to 3% right now, we would run into that same stuff that we were running into where people yeah. would be Over doing asking the, price, multiple offers. Everything. And, and, and if and, you're listening right now, I said it bottom line up front in the first segment. I said it in the second. Now I'll say it in the third. 2014, Bill, I believe is the last year for the lower-end buyers to afford anything in the Pikes Peak region. You know, Jay, you and I talked about it, and it was even a couple of years ago, when we hit 500000 on that average sales price, and I think the rates were only about 3 or 3.5 when I hit that. I said the people already in El Paso County were knocked out of the market. You know, because that's, if I took the incomes at that time, there were seventy four, seventy five thousand. 75000 We're up to about 100000 now, you know, median income, but it was about seventy four, seventy five. Once we hit that rate, you knocked the locals out. And you just hit a glass ceiling. They can't yep. go higher. No. You can't afford it. The people that do are people coming from other states, you know, people coming down from Denver and Castle Rock. So that in itself had created, you know, uh, which I thought you, you would see more of a slowdown than we did. What put the whole brakes on this whole damn thing is the interest rates. And, you yeah. know, Jay, if when we go, if we, let's just look at the interest rates real quick. I got the slide in there. Um, uh-huh. In December of 21, the rates were 3.1%, okay? Jeez. And that's not very long ago. No. Um, you know, and now we're, we're, when I pulled the Freddie 30-year fixed average, that was two weeks ago, was 6.62. That was the average, okay? So basically, that doesn't sound like much. The rates only went up 3.1%. Do you know what that did to the person's purchasing power? It took them from being able to borrow, if you're going to put 20% down, a $500,000 house. It took them from keeping the payments the same. So if we only wanted to pay 1708 which is 3.1%, yeah. that's what your payment would be. Well, those rates went up to 6.2. That took their purchasing power $166,000 down. down. Now they can only afford about a $335,000 home. And there just isn't enough of them No, there. there's, there's not. You know what? And there's none of them in Denver, so a lot of them are coming down here because well, they're hit harder. Do you see any solution coming for the inventory I, this year? I, I don't see builders me, racing to get permits. Well, they, because of the incentives they're given, here's the way that I'm looking at that right now. Builders have to have cash flow. You know, their profit margins have to be shrinking down if you're giving away the concessions that are being done. Yes. So they're going to do what they need to keep everybody working and keep things moving. But I don't think they're going to be super motivated if there's not a ton of profit there. I will I'll tell you one trend that I am seeing that I think is going to continue, and that's those homes, Jay, that are 25 and 30 foot wide and they're three stories high. You know, they're they're on Carefree and Academy. There's a ton of them up north. I was yeah. driving out through Banny and Lewis Ranch the other day. There's a whole subdivision out there. I mean, there's some down south. And they're all tall, skinny. Yes, and they're, and those things are running 360, but you know what? They're selling, and that's because that's what people can afford. I think that type of home, for a while, will become the first-time home buyer's home. Yeah, that's it has all they to. Can that's afford. the only thing that they can afford. Absolutely. It's literally like living in an elevator shaft. I almost got out and measured them once on Academy. I, I bet they're not 25 foot wide. You know, not that I'm a big guy, but I could only fit through that halfway. Yeah, I know. Um, me the other half. You know, uh, if you look at average and median price, you know, even though we dipped down to 455000 on the median, still go back. If you just look back to 12, okay, let's just go back to 12. So uh, 11 years ago, you know, we, we were down at about 180000 So we've gone from, you know, in that time from 2012 to right now, We've gone up from 180 to 455,000. Yeah, and you know that worked when rates were down. It doesn't work when home prices are going up and rates are going up. And we haven't even spoke about inflation. No, no. You know, with the builders, they're Absolutely. trying to build something for 360 with 30 percent more costs 
on just their end. Well, and throw another thing in the geopolitical deal. If they don't get this thing in the in the Red Sea figured out, and the shipping has to go around the Cape of Good Hope down there, I was I said the other day they said that's stretching out shipping another twenty days. Uh huh. So if that takes place, now you've cut the supply chain again, which backs that up. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's that's just... the fourth tier of Bidenomics. <laughs> it's, it's called the Cape Cod segment, <laughs> you know, which is just insane. Okay, so in the last two minutes here, and then the four minutes. Going in, what are some of your projections, my friend? Gotcha. I mean, you fire first, and then I'll okay. fire up. Do you see houses in 2024 going up in value, staying flat, or going down? If I had the three of those, I'm going to say flat. They, uh, there's if, and my, my caveat that's going to be, I, I, right now I see rates staying up through the first six months. I do as well. I, I just don't see. And so I think the first six months could be could be pretty rough, but I think the same thing that's going to continue. So you see rates? At where they're at, give or take a half a point yeah. for the first six months. I Somewhere do. between seven and a half and six and a half. Yeah, yeah, I do. I just don't see unless something crazy happens, I just don't see, you know, those numbers changing fast. And if that's the case, we're gonna have a year very similar to this one. And the only thing the reason I'm gonna say flat was what I'm saying is because I think the same thing will continue. Those people that need to buy are gonna buy. And there's such a shortage that even with the demand dropping down how it has, it's still gonna be enough demand to hold those homes level, maybe increase a bit. If I had to bet, I would say flat or down. Flat or down. If I had, you know, if I, you know, like if you held a gun to my head and say, okay, you've got these three, and you got to pick two. Uh, if I can pick two, that's easy. It's flat or down. Well, good. Hold that thought. We're going to be right back after these messages. I'll share with you some of my predictions as well, and then I'm going to give Bill a tough one. What's going to happen economically with the election, and what's going to be the October surprise? So don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. Call me at 719-330-1457. I know you're out there listening. You need to do some debt consolidation and get rid of your credit cards at twenty grand. Call me, 719-330-1457. I have answers. Right after these messages, we'll continue. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin. We want to pop. You are. Well, thanks for sticking with me. I'm Jay Garvins. We're in the last nine minutes, and at least five of it here with Bill McAfee. The economic update, the wrap from 2023, but now we're into predictions. And, Bill, I agree with you. You said if you had to pick two out of three, whether house prices are going to be flat, up, or down, you'd pick flat and down. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I choose the same, but it's going to be extremely varied by zip code and neighborhood. You're still going to have sought-after properties at everything west in the Broadmoor in Rock Ridge in the old north end, all of that. You start to go out east in Banning Lewis, they're going to give stuff away. And in between off of the Academy and Powers Corridors, you're going to be able to get stuff for fifty grand under asking price. 
but you're not going to get that in old Colorado City. Right, right. Now, rates, I agree with you, but I don't think we're going to come below 6% ever in 2024. Do you think we'll go below 6% in 2024? Let me give you my caveat on that. Okay. And this is, again, this falls more toward the political spectrum than it does any kind of business spectrum. You know, I've been reading some that the feds may ease a little bit in order to make the economy look a little bit better than it is. Whether they'll do that or not, I don't know. That is the only thing that I would see that would really affect them coming down. If the Fed holds the stance that I, I believe they should, and that's keeping things tighter right now till we know what's going to happen with this, I think the chances of rates coming down much is very unlikely. I think we're going to be in this range through the year. Yeah. I just, I don't see, well, again, it wasn't that long ago that the markets were pricing in six decreases in 24. In I know. Federal funds rate, and I just don't see that happen. I went back to 2022. There was five months where they went May, June, July, August, September, 0.75 points. That's, those are the Tommy Gun rounds that were yep. put in the side of us. Yep. So here's the big one, though. Do you think inventory, do you think building permits at Pikes Peak Regional Building, they're down 25% from 2023 compared to 2022. Do you see building permits and our inventory being eased? held steady or even getting smaller. From the resale side, I see that continue to be incredibly low because people have good interest rates, and unless they have a life event, they're not going to move out of those. Okay, and on the building side? So on the building side, I think if profitability doesn't come back in, I think the builders are not going to be. And, Jay, we got a lot more regulation that's still rolling in. And I will tell you, too, based on what I'm seeing in the regulation that's coming down on landlords here in you're going to see a huge uh-huh. decrease I believe, and the multifamily permits as well. So I think in the multifamily stuff and the rentals, the one thing I think you're going to see a little bit of increase, I think people that are holding residential homes here in Colorado Springs will eventually start to let those go, especially if they don't live here, uh-huh. because of the new laws that have come through that are not going to be favorable to landlords. They're already here, and there's going to be another round of it this year. So I think it's quite possible we could end it with the actual number of listings. I would say same to down on that. If you ask me, like, where do I think the actual listings are going to be at, I would say same to down on listings. Yep, and I think the only area that we're going to see dramatic decreases is in the amount of rent people pay for apartments because our inventory is way under. So in the last couple minutes here, and I'll leave, partner, I don't think... The president who is in office right now is going to make it to re-election. You know, man, I, I've I, seen I personally so am going to go way out there that he's going to finish his term. I'm not saying he's going to pass away or anything. I think he's going to say, you know what, I'm retiring. He's got too much trouble behind him following that if he gets out of office, they'll let him alone. And then I think there's going to be a Manchurian, a surprise candidate. And I'm going to throw it out there. And I think the Democrats are going to try to throw Michelle Obama. And I think it's going to fall flat because it's going to be sold as four to eight more years of the Obama administration because the husband's in the house. I am. It's really interesting because I was watching and reading a little bit on that. There was actually a couple of different options. You you still got Manchin. There's a possibility of that third party run, which he won't win. But if that does, if a third party does run, it will split the parties. That happened with Ross Perot back in the 80s and it split the parties. And I think that will probably hurt the Democrats more than that with the Republicans. Yeah. Uh, Here's the other two scenarios that I've seen. One is that, and I didn't even know they could do this, but I checked into it. They can't at the convention. Yeah, it's going to be the convention they because can, they got no primary. No. They can vote in anybody yep. they want. And I, I and the two that they're talking about the most is Michelle and guy out of uh, California. Newsom. Newsom. Those yeah. are the two. And, and But I just don't think they're going to hold up. And on a final note, I think we're going to have Trump in office. I think it's 
clearly shown in Iowa. I know it's a lot to say this on the microphone, but I also think the October surprise is going to be this Virus X. It uh, could be, absolutely. And they're going to try it, and Americans are going to say, not no, but hell bleep, no. So, yep. I appreciate you. Any final words before I finish up this segment, my friend? You know, because it's been a full one. Here's what I would say for buyers this year. Look to the new homes. If you're out in the market, look to the new builds because there's concessions out there. If you're buyers, I would look for assumptions. If you can't qualify under the certain loans, try to find FHA and VA loans that can be assumed. You know, go that route. If you have foreclosures right now, and I'm saying this to the people who are in trouble, they may have a health issue or something that they're in foreclosure. I would say get those homes sold because now. the chance, the chances of this market just taking off or going up is very, very small. So if you're in a situation where you have equity in there and you just know that you're not going to make it, sell it. You know, get it, sell take it, your equity sale, out, whatever and, and you move out. Get. And you just said, and I agree. I think rents are going to drop a lot, a lot. So I think that. So for buyers, those are the in three apartments, things I look at. not in single Absolutely. family homes yep. because it's a, a commodity. Put your cat and a dog in the backyard. So yeah. thanks so much, Bill. It was great having you on the show. Thank you, Jay. It was great to be here. For all the rest of you listening, please just give me a call at 719-330-1457. Over the years, Bill and I have sat at this microphone back in 2014, said buy now because values are going to go up. The same way we did, we were going to stop telling individuals to stay in Colorado Springs to buy when there was over-asking prices. So there's a silver lining in these higher interest rates. Like Bill said, with the new builds or the off neighborhoods that you can get something, $50,000 under ask price, you want to make a move this year because by May of 2025 and my birthday year, rates are going to go below 6%, and I think they'll touch as low as 5.25. So I hope you take that with you as great advice. It's just one opinion. Get others. Please call me at 719-330-1457. I'm going to have a great show next week to talk about how to get rid of your unsecured debt and you can call me to do just that. I'm a licensed loan originator 719-330-1457 and as I state at the end of every show, go grow and prosper. Tell someone close to you that you love them because that's all that matters in the end. And I don't know about you, but me in my 50s find something like a passion, a purpose, and a calling from Christ to do in your life. Life is too short. There's a huge difference between the first world problems that we deal with and the real world problems around the world. Get involved in making a difference. Love someone and call me, folks. 719-330-1457. There's an upcoming home and garden show the first week of February, and I'm going to give you free tickets. 719-330-1457. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Jay Garvin Show. The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. You can count.